Welcome food eaters. This is episode number 85 of the Food Labels Revealed podcast. I'm your host, Mel Weinstein, your savvy, self-professed prophet of processed foods. And as usual, the podcast is totally free and does not include any paid advertising. This month, I continue with the subject of food ingredient apps, which are available on smartphones. Last month, I introduced Yuka, one of my favorites, and Healthy Living, created by the Environmental Working Group, or EWG for short. If you haven't listened to FLR episode number 84, part 1 in this series, I suggest you flip back to it uh, before listening to this one, since it provides a fairly thorough background for the subject. In this episode, I introduce two more apps, uh, the Open Food Facts app, the Wikipedia of Manufactured Foods, and Ingreed, an ingredient listing and scanning app that favors cosmetics over food ingredients, but can still be useful for getting information about additives in several unique ways. The benefits of apps like these are that in a few seconds, you can get a bunch of facts about commercial foods sitting in your house or ones in stores that you are getting ready to purchase. Ultimately, in the ideal future world of apps, you'll be able to look up any commercial food and obtain the following. 1. A nutrition score. 2. An industrial or processed food score. 3. A list of ingredients in the product with their functional properties and any health issues. 4. A nutrition facts label. And 5. Warnings about allergy and sensitivity issues. Armed with these descriptions, you'll be able to make very informed decisions about whether to consume that food item or not. Let's get started with the app called Open Food Facts. If you already have this app on your phone, make sure it is updated before continuing. For the best educational experience, I suggest you follow along with me as each app is explored. If that's not convenient for you right now, then I suggest you come back to this podcast when the time is right. To obtain the app, go to the app store on your smartphone, search for Open Food Facts, The icon looks like an orange sitting atop a magnifying glass. After installing and opening the app, you may see a window that says Send Anonymous Analytics. If you would like to assist the app creators with providing data, then click on Authorize. Hopefully the next window you see should be the Welcome to Open Food Facts page. Open Food Facts is a not-for-profit enterprise with a crowd-sourced database of food products from all over the world. A French programmer, Stéphane Gigandet, launched the app in May 2012. Currently, according to its website, the database contains over 3 million products from over 100,000 contributors in 150 countries pretty impressive. Features of the app include decoding labels, grading nutritional quality, matching foods with user criteria, creating interactive graphs for better food choices, and determining the origins of fair trade products. The nutritional value is calculated using the Nutri-Score, which is a French measure. I describe the Nutri-Score in my book, Fast Food Ingredients Revealed, What Are You Eating?, which is available 
at the Amazon website. Also, additional scores are provided, an EcoScore and an Ultra Processing Score. Individual users can participate in this project by uploading data for food products not already in the database or, or maybe incomplete in the database. For this review and tutorial, I'll be using two products that I found in my house. It's actually kind of difficult to find ultra-processed foods in my house because I generally try to avoid them. Okay, so here are the two products. One, Simple Truth Gluten-Free Salad Toppers Crunchy Chickpea Puffs Chipotle Pepper. What a title that is. Magnificent. And then number two, Simple Truth Organic Toasted Oats Cereal. Since you're unlikely to have these items in your home, just pick two that you're curious about. Make sure they have a barcode on the container. Let's get started. Open the Open Food Facts app on your smartphone. I'm using an Apple iPhone, so hopefully whatever smartphone you're using will bring up the same windows. With the welcome page open in the app, notice the scan camera feature in the upper half of the window. Center the barcode of the product in the camera field. If the item is in the database, recognition should only take a few seconds. The name of the product should appear. For my trial, I scanned the barcode for the cereal and the name Toasted Oats appeared along with 12 ounces, the net weight in the box, and the words Good Match. If no ID appears for your product, then switch to another one. I'll talk in a little bit about a no-match situation. Notice the yellow box labeled Average Nutritional Quality, describing the cereal. The score is shown here, but click on that box to get more information. On the next page, you should see photos of the product at the top. Next, again click on the box called Average Nutritional Quality, or whatever shows up for your product. At the top of the next page, the Nutri-Score is shown. The score consists of one of five letters, A through E, with A being the best score. Also, the letters are color-coded in the order green to yellow to red, with green corresponding to the best rating. For this particular product, the score is C, as emphasized with a larger font. C represents an average nutritional quality, nothing to jump up and down about. The rest of this page provides details about individual nutrition values. If you go to the very bottom of the page and click on Learn More about the Nutri-Score, you'll be taken to the Open Food Facts website, which will provide an explanation of the Nutri-Score and its computation. Let's go back to the main window for the Toasted Oats cereal. Click on Done at the top left corner of the web page to return to the Open Food Facts app. If you can get back to the nutrition page, then click on the Go Back arrow in the upper left until you see the second window after the cereal box was scanned. Now, it's possible that you'll lose the original scan and will need to start over. No big deal. Just reopen the app if necessary and scan the barcode again. Now, you've returned to the page with the photos of the cereal box at the top. In the middle of the window is a green colored box labeled Low Environmental Impact, representing the eco score for this cereal. The score, B, 
as in boy, sits inside a green leaf. Click on that box. The next window provides details about the ECO score. The B score indicates that the cereal has a low environmental impact as shown before. Note that the ECO score is in the development stage and information is still being gathered for the products currently in the database. So this section may be incomplete. The food products in Europe, particularly France, have received the most attention thus far. So American products will be lagging behind as this feature of the app evolves. Factors that affect the ECO score include the origins of the ingredients, chemicals that threaten species, and packaging information which may or may not be available. At the very bottom of the window, the actual ECO score is provided, which in this case is 66 out of 100. On the right side of each impact factor is an arrow. Click on any arrow to find out more about that category or result. For example, click on the arrow next to the phrase missing origins of ingredients information to get an explanation for that category. At the top left, click on the return arrow until you get back to the product page that has the product photos at the top. Notice the green dot with the words processed foods near the middle of the window. Click on it to see the processed food score. The result is three, in this case, with an orange background. This result is based on the NOVA system for grading foods. At the bottom of the window, you can click on the phrase, learn more about the NOVA classification, which will take you to the Open Food Facts website and a description of the NOVA system. Briefly, the NOVA system consists of four categories ranging from one to four and color-coded from green to red. The lower the score, the better. In this example, a score of three represents a processed food. As a score approaches four, more processing is required. Foods with a processing score of four are considered ultra-processed and are not recommended for attaining good health. In the case of the cereal, it is certainly an industrialized food. The toasted rounds of oats are not very reminiscent of oats themselves, but this cereal could be worse. Return to the window with the products photos at the top. Look for the pink box that reads compare to category. Click on that box. You should see a list of other oat containing products with their Nutri-Scores and Eco-Scores displayed. Note that the products with the simplest of ingredients, for example just oats, will get the highest score, which is A, while those products with the most complex and industrialized ingredients will get the lowest score, which is E. Return to the window with the product photos at the top. Still more information is available by scrolling down the window. For example, nutritional data for fat, saturated fat, sugars, and salt, and the number of ingredients, and lastly, ecology information. Go back to the opening window of the app. You may need to reopen it to obtain the scanning window again. This time, I'll scan the Simple Truth Salad Toppers product. The result says, you found a new product. At this point, I could take photos of the package, then click on Add Product Information. 
I will have to input additional data to obtain a NutriScore, EcoScore, and Processing or Nova score. This is how app users can contribute to the database to expand its applicability for all users. Let's move on to the last app to review. Go to the App Store on your smartphone. Search for Ingrid, that's I-N-G-R-E-D, short for ingredient. If you already have this app on your phone, make sure it is updated before continuing. The icon is made up of chemistry glassware, like a flask and test tube, with a small camera pick. Note that there is another app with a similar name called Ingredio. I won't be examining that one. After installing and opening the Ingrid app, you'll see an imposing list of chemical names representing various ingredients in both cosmetics and foods and listed in alphabetical order. Under each name is a descriptor showing the application, either cosmetics or feeding. The word feeding is kind of weird, but just simply substitute the word food. Scroll down the list and you'll see hundreds of ingredients. Over 32,000 ingredients are included in the database. Note that both codes and names are used. For example, in the case of a food ingredient like curcumin, the entry reads E100 curcumin. The E is short for Europe, and the number is a code for a food additive used in foods sold in the European Union. Every additive in the EU has a unique code, so you can look it up online or in another app. The description E100 is a naturally occurring orange-yellow extract from turmeric, which is used in pastries, confectionaries, sauces, and soups. In the app, click on E100 curcumin for the in-app information about it. If you want to know even more on that same window, click on the W in the upper right-hand corner. The W stands for Wikipedia. Clicking on that will bring up a Wikipedia page. At the bottom of the opening screen, click on the camera icon. From a drop-down screen, you can select a food product by taking a photo or select one in your smartphone gallery. Click on camera. Take a picture of the ingredient list on the food product and then select use photo. If you see ads for other apps like barcode readers, just close them. Or if a video pops up, wait until it ends. This is not a non-profit app. I scanned the Simple Truth Salad Toppers product. After getting through the ads, the analysis showed three additives of interest. E270, lactic acid, E330, citric acid, and E392, rosemary extract. Comparing these findings with the actual ingredients label, I found that the app missed the additive yeast extracts. From the list provided, I can click on each additive to bring up another window with information about the additive. For example, the entry for lactic acid reads, quote, it is considered tolerable. It is normally used in margarine, soft drinks, sweets, and cheese as an acidulant. Its side effects are unknown, end quote. Again, I can click on the W in the upper right-hand corner of the window to go to a Wikipedia page 
which provides much more detail about lactic acid. Rather than take a photo of a product ingredient list, you could go back to the main window of the app, scroll to the top, and enter the name of an additive in the search field. Let's try that with the yeast extract, the additive that the app did not pick up. As soon as I type yeast, the list in the window below is populated by E621 yeast extract in parentheses monosodium glutamate. Clicking on that result brings up a page with the following description that I have revised slightly. Quote, it is considered dangerous. It is used in a variety of products and dietary foods as a flavor enhancer. This type of additive stimulates the appetite-inducing obesity. Flavor enhancers are often used to mask a raw material of low quality or in very small proportion. Being that its flavor differs from the three known flavors, bitter, sweet, and salty, it is called umami or savory. It can produce muscular contractions in the face and chest, palpitations, asthma attacks, and migraines. End quote. From the app, I opened the Wikipedia webpage for this additive. I was concerned that the first part of the description in the app said that the yeast extract was considered dangerous. The Wikipedia page was not about yeast extracts, but laid out the properties of monosodium glutamate, MSG, which is a constituent of yeast extract. The article stated that there was insufficient causality between the consumption of MSG and health effects like headaches and asthma reactions. For many years, due to incomplete and unconfirmed studies, the public has associated the consumption of MSG, often found in Chinese restaurants, with adverse physiological responses. But numerous scientific studies just don't support this suspicion. That's it, folks, for my description of food scanning apps. I talked about only four of them, but there are others available. My top recommendations are Yuka and Open Food Facts. Both provide scores that reflect nutritional quality and the degree of processing. However, the Yuka app combines those scores together, whereas the Open Food Facts app provides two separate scores for a more useful evaluation. In addition, Open Food Facts provides a measure of the environmental impact of the product. Overall, I'd say Open Food Facts is the best app, but each app has things going for it. The EWG Healthy Living app, discussed last time, provides nutrition facts labels. The Ingrid app, talked about in this episode, allows you to scan ingredient lists rather than barcodes to focus in on the additives in the food. Until such time when our federal government mandates front-of-package labeling to inform consumers about nutritional quality and the degree of processing, we consumers will need to rely on either our self-knowledge or smartphone apps to inform us about the overall quality of the commercial foods we're eating. These are the early days, so I suspect that the apps will become more and more comprehensive and accurate as the years go by. For the time being, in your own best interest, familiarize yourself with the better apps so you can limit your exposure to the ravages of food-related lifestyle diseases. Well, food eaters, 
that's it for the show today. I hope you have gained some useful and educational info from it. Thanks for tuning in. If you can spare some time, I'd greatly appreciate a five-star rating at the iTunes store. That's how more people can be reached by this podcast. You can find all the episodes of Food Labels Revealed and their show notes at the hosting website called Podbean. That's at www.podbean.com or just by Googling Food Labels Revealed. And of course, you can always listen to the podcast on your smartphone or tablet by downloading a podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Google Play or Spotify. If you think your family, friends, coworkers, or acquaintances might be interested in this podcast, tweet or post a link through your social media outlets to get the word out. If you haven't already, check out my book on Amazon by searching my name, Mel Weinstein, or the title, Fast Food Ingredients Revealed. Also, if you've read the book, I'd greatly appreciate a review. The Amazon page is in serious need of reader reviews. Till next time, remember this. If you want to eat well and keep yourself healthy, eat food mainly from natural plants, not manufacturing plants. The outro music is Old Lang Syne, played by Mundo Jilat. Thank you.